You're listening to the Fairies and Folklore Podcast by Renal. I'm dark fantasy author Renal Janssen von With nearly a decade of digging around in dusty folklore books, researching creatures of imagination that ignited my curiosity, I'm here to share the folklore in a nutshell and how I reimagined it for my writing in An Origin of the Fae. This is the Fairies and Folklore Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Rinal Janssen von Vieren. You can just call me Rinal. In today's episode, we're continuing our exploration of the Feyre. This episode is brought to you by my book, Once, Tales, Myths and Legends of Fairy, available in ebook, paperback and audiobook. Go to rinaldemythmaker.com forward slash my hyphen books for more. We are continuing our exploration of Waterfay. Today's theory, Mermaids. Folklore in a nutshell by Renal. The Mermaid. A familiar figure in folklore from around the world, this half-woman, half-fish creature is usually depicted as being a beautiful woman from the waist up and a glistening fish from the waist down. For the most part, the mermaid sits on a rock and combs her lustrous hair without a care in the world. Mer comes from Old English meaning sea or lake, a large body of water, and maid means young woman. Thus, mermaid is a young woman of the water. Each culture has its own version of the mermaid, and thus the appearance and name varies from region to region. In Brazil, Iara is the mermaid of the Amazon River. Like most mermaids, she functions as a siren that lures men to their death, usually those lost in the jungle. In Britain, there are various names for the mermaid, and a vicious merman husband. Mermen are found in most periods of Mesopotamian and Babylonian history. They are even called Fishman in Syria. The belief in mermaids has been present for a very long time, seen in how similar they are the world over. As recently as 1947, an octogenarian fisherman from the Inner Hebrides claimed to have seen a mermaid combing her hair near the shore. Sometimes the mermaid is portrayed as a vicious, lustful temptress using her charms to lure men to their watery deaths. Other times, she is a gentle, wish-granting creature that also warns about storms and imminent danger. Depending on the culture and tale, different aspects of the mermaid's character are emphasized. But stereotypes shouldn't be believed. The mermaid, by whatever name, is a capricious fairy with an agenda all her own. And now, for my interpretation of the Fae, in an origin of the Fae, mermaids. Mermaids appear in two forms. The first is attractive to their human prey. The other, their true form, which is usually with gills, sharp teeth, scales all over, webbing between their fingers, and an altogether otherworldly look that would scare humans off if they ever saw it, but gives them lots more power protects them from the depths of the ocean, cold, pressure, darkness, and boosts their speed. Just like mirrors and sirens, they work for the other world and make sure that those lost at sea, human or fae, 
go to a proper afterlife. They also find human flesh a delicacy and ignore all rules about interacting with humans that the fairy monarchs might have in place. They're not a fan of Mamiwata or the Jengu, seeing them as overstepping their place as merfolk with the interactions with other fae and they war with the Obeifu. Just as folklore warns, they are beautiful, deadly and capricious. As a little bonus, let's look at the translation of mermaid into Afrikaans. Mermin. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Fairies and Folklore podcast and that you've learned something new about fairy. Remember that you can get a transcript of this episode in the description. If you're new to the podcast, why not go and grab your free copy of Unseen, the second book in the fairy tale series, on my website, renaldemythmaker.com. Loads of folklore, magic and danger await. Take care.